You were supposed to give me. I did. I was on the plane. You were supposed to give me. You were supposed to give me that song. You were supposed to give me the opening music, and you didn't. That's true. I let you didn't do it. So I improvised. I let you down. I improvised. Came through. You let the team down, but I came through in the clutch. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Straight Red. I am your host, Jeff Ross, and with me, as infrequently, ladies and oh, gentlemen... Oh, Jeff, I'm going to talk by myself for... Ladies and gentlemen... 20 minutes and despite, pretend it's a podcast. Despite no. my best efforts, <laughs> Alex Kibler has returned from Italy. You remember when George W. Bush got on no, that ship? not and at he all. he had, like, the giant, like, you know, mission accomplished behind him? This, that was your mission accomplished moment. You what declaring was? the war on, war on Alex. It was uh, as successful the war, as the war in Vietnam, the roughly. The war on Alex continues unabated. Fair enough. Unabated. Fair enough. So how did you weasel your way through the State Department and back into the United so, States? So I have to be totally honest with you. The immigration people in Italy do not care. They did. I did not get asked a single... No one said anything. It didn't utter a word to me. Are you First sure they all, weren't trying to speak to you in Italian? No, I'm, well, they didn't move their hands. No, that didn't happen. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, you can send all your complaints to you <laughs> at Alex S. Kibler on Twitter. The worst man in the world. So, we, you know, you get there in the morning, and we walked into the immigration. It was very quiet. And we walk up, and there's, you know, mid-40s Italian woman sitting there. And she's talking to her friend in the booth next to her, opens my passport, gives me one of these, and goes, stamp, stamp, and I'm in Italy. They need to and the exact same thing happened on the... Security. I know! And the exact same thing happened on the way out. Except it was a guy. And he was literally talking to his friend, opened it, stamp, stamp, and I was gone. I've got a lot of concerns about the security in Italy right It's now. unbelievable. Well, we'll get to your Italian adventure. Don't, I brought you don't something. You did you? I what did. did. What did you bring me? I got a well, souvenir. Jeff, you know, I, me and you are close. We're, yeah, I, we're I, friends. I, yeah, the test came back. Well, yes. And, I, you know, I was like, there's plenty that I can, that I can bring you Uh-oh. that you would really appreciate. And I really, I sat and I thought about this. This is going I to be terrible. racked my brain. This is going to be terrible. And then as... Hi, Dixie! And then as I was at the Coliseum, I was at the Coliseum. I was there. Yeah, I've heard of it. And it was beautiful. I mean, it was amazing. And you know what? There were these guys walking around who were sort of Gladiators. Yes. They were information people dressed as gladiators. Okay. Was one of them Russell Crowe? And they were charming. So I figured that what you really needed was a calendar of handsome gladiator gentlemen. I'm going to throw this it's in the trash. It's a 2016 calendar. No, I'm going to open it so you can see the full-size images. You don't want it, I'll take it. <laughs> Dixie, Dixie wants the, the gentleman, the, the gladiator gentleman. Okay, let me share this with our Periscope viewers here. So here's the cover model. There you go. This is He's terrible. a pretty studly man. It's terrible. It's all PG-13. You can have this at work. <laughs> it's at work. There Why? you go. Look at that guy. He's handsome. These costumes are not very I good. I thought about this for a long time. How long? How many euros like five did five minutes. You? What did that person say on Periscope? Uh, they say I'm already on board. I'm already on Look board. Look at this. How handsome is that guy? They're all, I thought they're of okay. you, Jeff. 
Is this accurate? Give me someone. Give me a 2016 calendar <laughs> to compare this to. I hope you cherish <sighs> that. And the instructions are in Italian. <laughs> You'll find that that happens. Oh, Italy. I deserve this somehow. You do. I, I'm proud of my gift to you. Uh, you. You, I can tell. I'm a giver, Jeff. Of just garbage for me to throw away <laughs> later. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, welcome back, Alex. Thank I you. need you to know that hashtag more on Alex continues regardless of anything. Fair enough. I suppose that's fair. We are in my house drinking my beer or mm. using my microphones and my computer to record this. Yeah. That's my phone doing the Periscope. <laughs> yes, on my tripod. <laughs> but it's my phone, right, so the war enough. continues. Okay, I'll drink to that. Cheers. It's good to be back. Cheers. Well, it's good to have you back. I was talking to Dixie earlier when I was here and you weren't, and she pointed out that you were not missed at all. <laughs> She's laughing. I, I hope that's because she disagrees. It's probably not. No comment. So we've got a podcast to do. We probably should, yeah. Got a podcast to do. There were a couple of games, and... In, during the pre-show, you decided you wanted to talk about New York City FC versus Real Salt Lake of well, Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm super glad that Mountain time. In, my, in my absence, mm-hmm. you know, New York City really turned it around and they started playing. No, I'm just kidding. They're still terrible. Um, yeah, Jason Christ make, you know, the passion of the Christ returning to, oh, boo. to RSL boo. for that match. A lot of emotions. Several of the players, of course. Um, uh, former RSL players, um, you know, it it went about as well as you would expect it to go. Knowing the riot, it you know, it's when you watch a team like RSL play, they have so many ways they can beat you. They can beat you with speed. They can beat you with technical ability. They can beat you with width. They got great performances out of basically their entire midfield. And frankly, despite the fact that NYCFC continues to create chances, can't put them away. Can't finish. Can't finish. Um, did you get a chance to watch this match? I saw the highlights. It's you know the lowlights. If you're an NYCFC fan, the lowlights. Yeah. Now it's funny because you see Kyrie Shelton immediately become effective off the bench. You know he when you have a talent like first team ginger Kyrie Shelton, you want him on the field as much as you can, but. He's a spark plug. Off the bench, he's a spark plug. He, we still haven't you know, really started to capitalize on his skill set. Um, but we'll sort of see how that goes. A lot of interesting signings rumored to NYCFC well, this Before we summer. go on to that, yeah. uh, NYCFC is a terrible team. We are. We're really bad. Bottom of the league. It's not great. Bottom of the league. Yeah, we're below Montreal, who has approximately a dozen games in hand. <laughs> yeah. It's not going yeah. well. It's not going well. No. So there have been a couple of rumors for potential signings at NYCFC. Recently saw Drogba yes. being a potential signing. Yes, that'd be, Drogba. That'd be a good one. You kept talking about John Terry, although I think that connection is thin. It is thin. It's I, very I thin. I read an article saying that he was considering a move to MLS Nothing linked him to either New York team, but I would tell you that if most of what you're going to get from Didier Drogba is help off of set pieces, which New York City has been uh, terrible on this year, yes, John Terry's just as good as a target off a set piece. He's he scored more goals, I believe, as a defender than any defender in the history of the Premier League. I mean, he's a offensive weapon from a set piece. I just don't see John Terry leaving right now. He's still one of, if not the best defenders in the Premier he's League. He's the best defender in the Premier League right now. Yeah, but at the same I, I time, know, I know New York has that kind of cash. They do. They could pay him that kind of money, 
But if you're John Terry, you're probably looking for Champions League again. Yeah, I, at the same time, when you're, when you're a club, exactly when you're a club legend like John Terry is, you go through a little bit of up and down with Chelsea, and then they finish at the top of the league again this year. Is this not a good place to stop? You know, I mean, like, is this is a good place to say, you know what? I've done what I want to do in this in this uh, in this league. I wouldn't be surprised if he. Re- Excuse me. If he retires as a Chelsea player, like that's just how he ends his career. Uh, Drogba, on the other hand, we know he wants to get another yes. year. Yes, he does. We know he's done with Chelsea. Yes, we do. We know that he has expressed interest in MLS. He's already played in China. He already did that. This is the longest running rumor in the history of mankind. He's been rumored to the league for like four years now, Didier Drogba. For a while. Yeah. Because he's had sort of a tenuous contract situation for some time uh, with various clubs. Yes. But a great player, and I think he would do well in MLS, although you'd probably only get one or two seasons out of him. He's old. He's already 37. You know, you wonder... And he cost a fortune. Yeah, and, and... For those people who are saying NYCFC is doing things MLS 1.0 way, this gives them a lot of ammunition. Signing the aging, creaky yeah. old star who has a very, frankly, very finite, very narrow skill set. He's great um, at his narrow set of he's skills. He's great at his narrow set of skills. But he's, you know, you, you, you throw his name around in the same league of throwing away, uh, around a Thierry Henry, not implying that he's to the level of a Thierry Henry. But Thierry Henry can play about seven positions well. And he can be a striker, he can be a midfielder, he can be a winger. He could probably play fullback if he wanted to, mm-hmm. you, you know, right up until the, his retirement. You get one thing from Drogba, you know, big, tall, imposing, back to the goal forward. Speaking of big, tall, and imposing. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I'm ready for the segue. Oguchi Onyewu yes. yes. was training with NYCFC very yes. recently. 2006 now, called, they want their players back. Oh my god! I, f- I feel like you work on these jokes I for didn't. a long time. That one time. just came up. It was the it was the wine speaking. The boxed wine. The boxed wine is talking. <laughs> Gooch himself in mm-hmm. training at NYCFC. Now he has not been himself since that injury back in what 2010, 2009. No, but can we please just realize that Newt Gingrich would be an improvement to this back line right about now? No, he wouldn't. Uh, I disagree. Newt, Newt Gingrich would not be an improvement <laughs> to the back line at NYCFC. You take my meaning. That man is seventy. Eight years old. You take my meaning. I understand. So, Gooch is training. He also trained with uh, DC United in the offseason. He did. He has said in the past that if he was to come back to MLS, he would go to DC. I'm not sure what his... If there's allocation and or discovery rights on him. Yeah. Please, go ahead. Um, But he... When you need, when you have a team which in Chris Winger has a player playing out of position as a center back, and really it's a toss up the other center back that's on the pitch, someone who's going to be physical, someone who's going to be an imposing figure at the back. Which frankly, you have a team with attitude in NYCFC a lot in a lot of parts of the pitch, except for the back line. He could be what you're looking for. He, yes, he has glass knees, and you know he's injury prone. Very true, and he was in championship and wasn't really playing. Yeah, exactly. So you wonder what you're getting there. I mean, it could be another situation with another George John where you have a guy who you expect to contribute and he's not going to contribute. But they've got to sign a center back. I don't care who it is. You know, that's why I got so excited about John Terry is you know what you're getting with a John Terry, and frankly, you can pay him. 
you know, you... They can pay. They can pay what John Terry wants. Yes, but does John Terry want to go? I think Frank could have a little bit of a sway with John. I, I, I really think that you might see a phone call made, but that's optimism. I mean, it's just we'll have to see. The only thing that we know for sure is how much help NYCFC needs at the back. So NYCFC is ranked sixteenth uh, in the allocation ranking. That's not great, but. Oguchi Onyewu is not listed in as an allocation player. So oh. my understanding then, since he is a free agent, is he could sign with anyone. That's exciting. I, I, I would love... I mean, there's not a team in the league that might be as desperate for good center back play as NYCFC. Give the guy a chance. You're not going to have to sign for a lot of money. You know, give the guy a chance. I'm just looking at the allocation rankings right now. Like Tim, Tim Reams on there. Mm. That would be great. There's no way you're getting no, him. Of course They're not, not going to part with him. Or like Jeff Cameron who just signed say, yeah, a Jeff City Cam- deal. Jeff Cameron is untouchable. They've got a pretty ambitious list. Under yeah. the, uh, Alejandro Bedoya is number one yeah. on that list. And he is, uh, I, don't, I don't think he's coming. I don't think he's coming. So there was another New York game, New York versus Philly at Red Bull Arena. Philadelphia wins for the first time in their history at Red Bull Arena. That's an amazing statistic, first of all. Yeah. But second of all, New York, New York Red Bulls were clearly the better team on the field. I don't know if you watched this game. It was, it was an absolute masterclass, especially in the first half from, mm-hmm. from Red Bull. But they're catching a little bit of what's happened on the other side. The Hudson can't finish. Can't finish. It's communicable. It is. It's spreading the, across the, not, the river. The not finishing disease, apparently. It's an epidemic. I, I, think, I think this one is, this is an outlier for the Red Bulls. I still think this is a very strong team of the East. Oh, of course I argue they are. that they are not the best. I'm still putting New England, and I have in the preseason. I'm sticking with it. The New England's the best in the East. But they're a very strong team in the East. Very yes, strong. And, I have to give credit to Philly, though. Well, Philly, I have to give credit to Philly. Philly has flirted with being a good attacking team basically this whole season. And two giveaways in the midfield for Red Bull, two goals for Philly. That's as simple as it is. And, and failing to put your chances away if you're Red Bull. They hit Absolutely. the woodwork like four times oh, in this match. Bunch, it was crazy. Uh, I was talking to Jeremy at work about that. He, yeah. he, he was losing. Who, who was in a highlight? Like, if you watch the is highlights, oh, he's, he's playing his day. Yeah, it's oh, great. my God. He looks As confused. You know, I'm sure. He always looks confused. Fair. As you know, I have a soft spot for these teams that have great fans, but the team itself is not coming through in the yeah. clutch. You're talking about Philly. I'm talking about Philly, but like <laughs> Toronto's like that as well. Yes. And to some extent, Portland ends up that way. Yeah. Philly looks a lot better than they have in years. They're still agree. bad, but they look a lot better than they have in years. Aristigueta has been that was great a, It was a great signing. He's great been a fulcrum signing. for them. He's been really good. What's going on with Mboli? Is he even in the country anymore? I, I don't know. He's not training with the team. I know he's not training. Is he even physically here? I, I'm not sure. Maybe a ginger will write in and tell us that. <sighs> ginger should write in and tell us. And we should know, honestly. A ginger shouldn't have to write in That's and tell us. That's a fair point. But I just feel it was a dumb signing at the time. It was heavily criticized when the signing was made, especially for the amount of money that they were spending. Yeah. And now they have these goalkeepers they didn't even start the season with. Yeah. They seem to be doing quite fine. Although they had a rash of injuries in the goalkeeping position, which was shocking. Philly deserve the Philly fans at least deserve a better team. I would agree with that. Well, they deserve they deserve a better general manager. I think Jim Curtin is good. 
Yeah, I really do. They deserve a, an ownership group that will spend money and, and that will invest Maybe that's in the team really properly. It Maybe it's the ownership group that's the issue. Well, Other scores from around the week. This the, the around rig. the week around the rig around the rig. Whoo! This is going well. Columbus to Chicago to Friday night. I was surprised. I think I had hashtag new crew. I had the thing with the thing with Chicago. Chicago can out of nothing score goals, and so you sort of have to just try to avoid giving them the ball in good places and. Columbus didn't do that. I mean, you you have a team in Chicago that can look terrible one week, and mm-hmm. then a few bounces go the right way, and they have the talent to put the ball away. Just want to make a brief note here. Kai Kamara is on fire right now. He might be he's the best attacking the player in the league right now. He's leading the league yeah. in goals. Yeah, it's, it's outrageous. He's playing very well. The setup they have in Columbus right now is very good. Playing on another level, Kai Kamara. I mean, it's just ridiculous. He's playing very David Akam, you know, still hit and miss. Got a goal in this match. Good for him. You know, I've got concerns. I do, too. Especially where we are in the season right now, I've got concerns. Or if this was week three, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. But. LA Galaxy won Houston nil. Yeah, you heard? Yeah, I knew you were going to say you that. You heard? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have anything to say about this match. I, I You want to, I mean, except for Al Gordon, of course, doing what Alan Gordon Alan does. Gordon does. That yeah. guy is ridiculous. And, but, that's, but that's what they pay him for. That yeah. is literally and you know what, what they get for. that. They get Respectful. exactly what they pay Alan for. Alan Gordon is the super sub that they need. Yeah. And he delivers exactly what they want him to do. He gets those goals after the 60th minute. Yeah. When they desperately ninety plus need them. one. I mean, come on. Well, Robbie Keane on the assist on that one. Robbie Keane back playing. Yes, back from his zombie lifestyle. <laughs> He's playing again. Good news. Good news. I do wonder, and I know we have to move on, but yeah. I do wonder if this affects. He wants to get a contract extension. Yes. Does this affect those negotiations? We're like, well, you were out for like six weeks. Because that's He's the concern with the older players. Too effective. They're going to give pass him the money. I'm, I'm, I'm going to the money. It's him. L.A. Come on, let's be They'll honest here. Him. Toronto FC won Portland nil at the fortress that is BMO Field. Hey, hey, hey. Yes. yes. BMO Field can see 30,000 people now. I give them all the credit for that. It looks kind of weird, though, without the roof there, which will take a whole nother year. Yeah. Good for Toronto. I'm excited to see their home fans get a win. They, they went so long without any matches. New England won. D.C. United won. This is a quietly a battle of two teams that are easily going to make the playoffs and, They're, frankly, are probably going to pay, play for the Eastern, Eastern Conference, Conference title. Yes, this exactly. A, this is the Eastern, Eastern and, Conference title. is going to be New York, D.C. Yeah, it's going to be I'm interesting sorry, to see. not New York. New England, D.C. Yes, yes. I, Both New York teams aren't going to be there. Right, exactly. Uh, I, I'm excited to see, you know, you're just starting to see New England play to their ability. and. They look so good. I have this conversation with my friend Jack several times. He's a big New England fan. The depth on that squad, that's the best in the East. They just have to figure out how to get all their playmakers on the field at one time. And, and it so looks hard. like they're starting to do that. You know, you, you, you're playing Juan Agadello out wide left as opposed to as a striker. And that gives Charlie Davies the ability to poach like he can. Charlie Davies is playing the best we've seen him in a long time. Yeah. Is this enough to get him a Gold Cup call-up? He, I'm once saying again, yes. I'm just going to go with yes. I wouldn't disagree. I mean, he he's definitely a, a player that has adapted his game to his his body. Mm-hmm. You know, he used to be a pace guy, and for a long time he was just trying to play as if he still was. Exactly, and he's now realizing that he has the technical ability and the flair to score goals out of nothing, mm-hmm. and he's starting to score goals with his head and all kinds of exciting things. So we'll see how that goes. Montreal two, FC Dallas one, shocking. 
Listen, Shocking. Montreal. They're way better than I give them any credit. I would agree with that. They, uh, you know, now Dallas did not have a good match. No, but, but Dallas is one of the best teams in the league. They can score better than almost any team in the league, but. Well, their defense. Exactly. They're going to win a lot of games 4 2, 4 3, but Montreal put the ball away. And, and frankly, you, you know, first of all, Stad Saputo gives them a little bit of an edge. But that being said, Montreal. They have like four games in hand, no joke. At the they bottom, really do, you know, I, and they're I, I like third that, from the bottom. But it doesn't take much to get in the playoffs in the East. No, I was looking at the uh, the tables in both conferences. The bottom teams in the West would be playoff teams in the East with oh points, easily with easily point totals easily. Uh, it's it's a weak conference. You you string together if you're in the bottom. If you're in NYCFC, who's at yeah. the bottom right now, yeah. they string together two. I think they need two wins and maybe a draw. They're back in the playoffs. It's amazing what you can accomplish in the East with very little effort. <laughs> yeah. You're like, with mediocrity. Less oh, than man. that. You can still be a bad team. I, I relish saying this next scoreline. Colorado 1, Vancouver 0. The streak is over. Colorado has won a home game at Dick Sporting Goods Park. DSG. For the first time since July 25th, 2014. That's a long time. That's a long time. And you, first of all, the attendance in this match, I feel like, was really good. I feel like they got almost a sellout in this match. Good it's for, a small stadium. Keep it's that a small in mind. stadium, but good I think it only for Colorado, seats like 17. But good for them for showing up. I mean, it's easy for a fan base to get dejected when you have a team, frankly, playing like Colorado has played. But you see flashes of brilliance in Colorado that you did not see at all last year, no. and they're start, finally starting to put it together against a very good Vancouver team. I have to remember it. I make this joke about FC Dallas as well. It's a young team. Average, yes. average age yes. 14. Yes, yes, indeed, yes. Um, Seattle nil, Sporting Kansas City nil. That was fun for no one. I Shocking results. I yeah. did not expect goalless. No I, one was really happy with that. Although no. I think if you're sporting, walking out of there with a point is a good result for you. Seattle, managed, Seattle, that's bad. It is. You manage one shot on target. That's I mean, bad. You're, it, suppo- you're supposed to be an MLS Cup worthy team. I agree. Yeah, you're gonna have to be able to. You're gonna have to beat Sporting Kansas City. I, I'm not even gonna mince words. You have to beat. They it. had 65 percent possession and managed one shot on. Goal. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. And I'm Seattle. sure Ziggy uh, laid into them about it. And it's unacceptable. as well he should. Uh, San Jose won, Orlando won, at Levi's, actually. Yeah. Decent attendance there as well at Levi's. I need to give Orlando more credit. Maybe it's because now I have Orlando scarves. Both of them. <laughs> yes, I have indeed. Both of them you scarves. do. You're a hoarder. I, someone has to. Right? <laughs> These things have to go places. Orlando, for especially for an expansion team, Looks pretty good. Yeah, if they, they do. keep playing like they're playing, I, I mean, I don't know if they'll go deep, but they should actually make the playoffs. Well, they hung on with with um, they hold on with real teams. With first of all, they 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 hung on with ten men. Breck Shea got a straight red yep. card. Straight red on brand. Thank you very straight much. Red on brand. Uh, but thirty six thousand people showed up to this match. Well, That's amazing. Levi, of course, it's Levi Stadium, so it yeah. still looks half empty. Yeah, but I mean, good attendance on you, San Jose. Great and I, job. I, I know I say this over and over again. I believe this is going to be the model we'll, we'll see in Orlando once their real stadium opens. Yeah. Because they they're going to have a similar size stadium like San Jose does. San Jose is like 18,000, maybe 18,500. Um, Orlando's going to be 19,500. Yeah. And they'll probably play these big teams at the Citrus Bowl. Yeah. 
A few scores from midweek. Seattle won Colorado nil. Yeah. Uh, Portland won DC United. Now that's quite a result there that for is Portland. A, that's a great result for Portland. And Horrible LA, result for DC. LA Galaxy won. Real Salt Lake won. I mean, excuse me, nil. Pardon me. LA Galaxy with the win there. Now I, I tell people this every season um, that LA starts poorly. They do. You know, they just start poorly. But around this time, it's we're still about like three weeks away. But they'll turn it on and they just will stop. They won't lose anymore. Well, it's it's one of those things where it's like they they. They win one nil without really working hard. You know, yeah, it's like it's, it's they just show up. It's a machine that they have. It's unbelievable. It really is. But come July, especially August, they're going to start killing it. So we have to talk about the elephant in the room. I have an elephant. It's right here. Yeah, actually. it's perfect. Look at that. This no is one the elephant else can in the see room because they're listening to a <laughs> podcast. Yeah. In Switzerland. Oh man! An early morning raid. FIFA executives woken up in their fancy hotel, arrested oh, by Swiss yes. authorities, and told that they're going to be extradited to the United States on corruption and racketeering charges. That was hilarious and awesome. I here's the thing: Switzerland. Yes, Switzerland harbored the Nazis <laughs> after me, World War to, II. Do I need to get into this? So what I'm saying is. How bad do you have to be? How bad do you have to be (laughs) that a country that harbored Nazis says no? Says, you know what? Nah, man. I want to help you get arrested. Are you serious? That's pretty good. I'll give you that. I didn't come up with it. I cannot say that. That's not my joke. I stole that joke. Hilarious, though. Come on. Yeah, you got to be pretty corrupt for that. You've got to be. Like, Mr. Burns level <laughs> the, corrupt. The, uh, the treaties that the United States has with Switzerland, as far as extraditions are concerned, uh, if you are committing some kind of tax fraud or something, yeah. they won't send you. No, yeah. But if you're committing some other type of crime, Switzerland will send you back to the United well, States. Well, basically... The, and somehow FIFA got it backwards. Well, here's the thing. The legislation that they're using, the law that they're using, basically means that they're qualifying FIFA as the mob, as the mafia. They're using the RICO Act, they're which is usually only used against organized crime. That's unbelievable. So let's, It's let's, not unbelievable. Oh, we knew totally that this was happening for so long. Everyone knows that FIFA is one of the most corrupt organizations on planet Earth. That's not a government. Yeah, yeah. It is unbelievable. I am very impressed that the United States has actually decided we're going to do something about it. Would well, you hear now, the guy, the, I don't know what his name is, but he was like a member of the Justice Department, and he was like, um, this is the World Cup of Fraud, and we're issuing FIFA a red yes, card? And people Quote moaned. of the century. People moaned at that joke. Quote of the century. He was from the IRS, but yes, I know, I know what you're Fair talking enough. about. Fair enough. I know what you're talking about. So let's just talk about it briefly. I, mean, I know there's much more intelligent people who have much more intelligent things to say about it. But first thing to note, for those of you who are wondering, how does the United States have any authority over foreign nationals on foreign land? Decent question. The issue here is the bribery in question was done in the United States yes. and using U.S. banks. That's why the United States is claiming authority over this particular issue. Yes. This is, according to the U.S. Justice Department, only the tip of the iceberg. There's going to be more coming. It's the beginning of the investigation, not the end. Uh, uh, very much so at the beginning. So let's talk, about, let's talk about what we're going to see next. All right? Now... I've got some theories. I'm going to throw them at you. All right. I'm going to throw some ideas. Okay. All right. And you're going to throw mine, and then we'll decide that I'm right. All right. I don't know how this works. <laughs> Here yeah. we go. Here we go. So, 
for those who don't know, a lot of this comes from Chuck Blazer turning state's evidence. Yes. Who used to be a CONCACAF and FIFA executive. Horrible man. Yep. Great New York Daily News story about him from the fall. I highly recommend you read it. He turns state's evidence, does a plea deal, pays a couple million dollars, and uh, probably some very minor jail time. He records people at the 2012 Olympics. He, like, he, he does the whole thing. He's bugged the whole thing. So there's a whole bunch of evidence. You've got people doing bribes, et cetera, et cetera. Here's what I think our goals are here as the United States. One, you're trying to – Chuck's small fish for this. FIFA's the big, the big thing here. You're trying to root out corruption in this particular sport. Yeah. You don't want to have bribery being pushed around, especially by foreign nationals. I think that does matter to the United States, that these people are not even Americans. Yeah. And, like, that's an issue. Um, and we're talking about billions of dollars of U.S. corporate sponsor- sponsorship, both TV deals. Oh, yes. And- I have a feeling that somebody in those corporate offices said, like, hey, look into this. Are we getting scammed right now? Well, <sighs> but what is the consequence here? UEFA has claimed that if Sepp Blatter gets elected, that they're going to leave FIFA, which would be huge. It would be huge. And you know CONMEBOL, oh, the, every, the African falls Con- in at that point. Oh, yes. CONCACAF, they're all leaving. I think, you know, there was a question posed on Reddit that was sort of saying, okay, are they going to take the World Cup from Russia? Are they going to take the World Cup from Qatar? It's too late for Russia, I think. I it think it's is, just too late. Well, England could run it tomorrow. Well, for that matter, the city of Los Angeles could run it tomorrow. Yeah, we could run four at a time in the United States. Yeah, right. My thing is, I don't know if what we know as FIFA will be around for these tournaments. And... Are they going to are they going to schedule you know similar tournaments in their place? You know, I I FIFA as an entity may cease to exist, and frankly, it probably should. Oh, it's definitely for the best. FIFA <clears throat> FIFA has ridden the coattails of the game that the world cares about the most for long enough, in my opinion. And you have it. You have. A bunch of guys under the auspices of a non-profit organization. <laughs> a quote-unquote. Filling their pockets because there are drunk people in pubs in Germany and uh-huh. England and the United States who love this game. And it's not right. I agree with you 100% and you know that. We're preaching the choir here. So in this scenario, the worst-case scenario for FIFA is, I think, if UEFA follows through and says we're leaving. Yes. Because that's the first you, – you've lost the whole just thing at go. that Just go. If you're Platini, go. You just go. He, he would need whatever the executive board is yeah, there to vote on it. But I, Do you I, really I, think it would be hard to do that? No, not at all. So if, if UEFA goes – which could happen. Like, if they go, I say functionally the organization of FIFA makes no sense. You can't do this without the European Confederation. That's not possible. Right. And then, like you said, you'll see Africa go. You'll see South America go. You'll see North America go. All of those people can individually form a new organization and say, now this is the World Cup. Yes, exactly. Or whatever the term or whatever is it's called. Gonna, yeah. Well, actually, I would just use the same term. Yeah. Uh, of course, FIFA would fight you in court over trademarks, et cetera, et cetera. You'll figure it out. However, I still think that Russia is going to be able to get away with it because we're too close. 2018 is not that far away. I know what you're saying. The United States could do it instantly. But I, I just don't think. That well, that's so could happen. England. I mean, if you have so could England. If you have, for that matter, as much as it was criticized, so could Brazil. They have all those facilities. Yeah. and they're brand new. Yeah. If you have, what I'm saying is, if you have countries like England and the United States who we do have it. the infrastructure, have the stadia, have the fan base to fill these stadiums, even if these countries don't show up, you could run it 
you could you could easily first of all Colombia backed out of the World Cup three years and seven months ahead of their World Cup. We are about what three years exactly from the beginning of the 2018 World Cup. I'm not saying it's impossible. I just doubt it. England could run it. England could run it next year. I will say this though: what World Cup is it if none of your European teams are there? Right, exactly. Well, I think I think it if you see if you see point. UEFA leave, it doesn't happen. What, what does it mean if you win that tournament? You, know you didn't mean? win Nothing. anything. You didn't win anything. You didn't win anything. You didn't beat Germany. You didn't beat the, yeah. the defending champion. You didn't do anything. Now at all. most Americans know FIFA not as an organization. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Fair enough. But as a video game, that video, that soccer video game that your kids have, for the first time ever, first time, the U.S. national team. Not the men who are terrible. The women. The real team. The real team. The team the that's real won team, something. Yes. The, the actual successful team are going to be present in the most popular soccer game on the planet. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. I this. love it. I love that women's national teams are going to be in FIFA 16. That's honestly, that's enough to get me to buy it as if I wasn't going to buy it anyway. But that does sweeten the deal. I love that there's going to be women's national teams. I'm a l- here's here's my gripes. Oh, so you have a problem with I've this? Got, I've got a couple gripes. Yeah, got a couple gripes. Here's a minor one. Uh, like Japan's not in there. They're, they have a limited selection of women's national teams. Like some of the best Japan are not in there. They didn't get the license. Right. There is a note on the FIFA 16 website that says. Women's national teams. They can only play other women's teams. You want to see. Rapino, Sidney <laughs> LaRue. Yeah. Video games, at their very nature, are escapism. Yes. It's fantasy. Yeah. Right? And in FIFA, for example, here's another weird thing you can do in that video game. You can have Barcelona play Barcelona in that game. You can you have yes. Messi play Messi in that game. That's very true. You can do things that are impossible or, at the very least, super unlikely. Of course, Messi, Messi is impossible. Mm-hmm. Okay. They will not allow you to play what I want to do, the U.S. women's national team versus the U.S. men's national team. A game that will never happen in reality, but I would love to simulate. I don't know of a center back for the men's national team that could defend Wombach right now. Let's be totally <laughs> honest. <laughs> Jeff Cameron, maybe, but Cameron everyone else. Jeff Cameron mm, Beasler, no. Abby's, Abby's running rough shot over but I'm trying. To, I'm trying to understand the decision to make what is entirely an artificial... Uh, entirely an well, artificial barrier. It's artificial because it's all virtual information. I'm wondering if they're if they're just changing the the they're changing the rating system. Like they're going to have a separate rating system for the women. Like you, you might have like a, a Sidney LaRue as like a 92. When if you're you know talking about pace against for a, for a women's player, like you have a Romelu different Lukaku. You know what I mean? Like yeah, she like can't you have a, you keep have up dip, with you have different rankings for yeah. women's players. I would prefer rankings that are on a standard system. Right. I would agree with that. I on think it would still be a system, fun game. It would still be a fun game. And I, because I'm a weirdo, would take the U.S. women's national team and I would play them against like the best teams in Europe. I'd play them against Barcelona. I don't see think how that would go. would go well. No, it wouldn't. But I would love to do it. <laughs> I would love to do it. Fair enough. I would also okay. love to, like, you could do these thought problems that have existed, at least in the U.S. Uh, soccer circles, about, like, well, how would Hope Solo do as goalkeeper for the U.S. men's national team? Yeah. I don't think she'd do that well, but if our simulation Who is accurate... Who would she beat up is the real question. That's real. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, that, that oh, oh, but, but she's probably similar in height to uh, Nick Romano. 
She probably is. Oh, good point, actually, yes. And Nick Romando can play. He can. Could Hope Solo play in goal for the U.S. Men's National Team? That'll never happen in reality. No. There's no scenario where it'll happen Because you have a Bill Hamid, you know, in I, the wing. It'll but... never happen in reality. But in the world of a video game, I could just swap her in. I could do a roster swap. Yeah. I'll put her in there. Yeah. Let's see if she can play. You know who they could beat? Parma. Oh, absolutely. I was in Italy. I oh, saw. Oh, were you? I was. Were you I in saw... Italy? Hashtag war on Alex. Yeah, get it in there, guys. I, I saw Fiorentina play Parma. You know, defense optional in Serie A, from what I could tell. Oh, I mean, it's God. sort of just like, you know, whatever. We're just going to hang out back here. A lot of fun. Good fan base there in the uh, Stadio Franchi in, uh, in, in Florence. That's Stadium Frank in English. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. Lots of purple. They had like 40,000 people there. It was really great. Um, I... I was impressed by the tenacity of their supporter section, but frankly, not the originality. They basically sang the whole song like for the whole freaking game. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm impressed by teams like Philly, by teams like Seattle, frankly, by teams like Orlando, who keep thing keep it fresh in the supporters keep supporter it section. It was really great. But I tell you what, you can tell that they've been doing it for a long time because you're seeing, you see. When a certain little chant starts up, the entire 40,000 people know it. And everyone starts to chant it in Italian. I have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> but it was awesome. I mean, it was a really fun thing. It was the second time I've seen the soccer game in Europe. I also saw Aston Villa play at home. And that was a great old English ground. It felt very English. Mm-hmm. This felt very 50s Italian. Like I feel like that stadium was renovated for the Olympics like in Probably. the 60s, I think. But Probably. It's it's you can see sort of the benefits and and the things that MLS should aspire to in Italy, but at the same time you're like you know what I like the ferocity and the tenacity that this league has way more in terms of watching the on field product. Yes, you have guys from who are being loaned out by Chelsea and you have really great players playing for these teams, especially for Fiorentina. But I like watching MLS more, I think. It's a ferocious, tenacious, physical league. And I've gotten used to that. I've gotten used to players just plowing through people. The Syria sucks. It's not great. Are you great. now a Fiorentina fan? I guess. I don't know. Oh, I'm not going to buy the, a shirt. I have how, a how, how bad was Parma? Oh, terrible. But the best part was when Do you were there. Did they get relegated? Oh yes, they they were relegated by the time the game happened. They had thirty <laughs> away fans. They had like this. Oh. There were more security guarding the away section than there were away fans. Wow, true story. They gave up. Yeah, they had this whole section set aside over in the corner for away supporters. It was segmented off with security and and physical fences, like ten feet tall plexiglass fences. And there's like 10 guys that are like, yeah, Parma, yay. <laughs> oh, no. It was really not great. Oh, no. Parma Sounds has a guy, time. though. I think he's like number 26. He's, he's, hang on. I have to look this up. Okay, They what? have a player who's really exciting. And I think if you're Parma, Serie B or B, or I don't know how you say B in Serie Italian. Serie B. No, Serie, they're going to be Serie, in, Serie B. Serie B. That's what they're it is in They're going to be there Italian. next year. They could do pretty well, I, I really think. I, we'll have to see how it goes. We had some ginger mail. 
Alex Kibler. We did have ginger mail. We had a little bit of ginger mail. Now, as I mentioned during the Alex Kibler free podcast, I don't have access to our email address. So we could have had a backlog of ginger mail, which we didn't. We didn't. We could have had a backlog of ginger (laughs) mail that I had no ability to address. Right. But we got new stuff. We do. Um, Our good friend Nikki from California wrote us. You know, here's the thing. He writes a lot. You know, he 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 writes like you talk, and so, so he writes well and a lot. He Shots writes fired. well, and he'll have a successful career. I'm gonna read some you know excerpts here. Um, he'll be handsome and well loved. What is our criticism <laughs> of this man? Fair enough. Uh, first of all, he I get some criticism here. Let here we go. No, read the thing. Before I get into the heart of the email, I have to do- oh, address goodness. Alex directly for a second. He wait, wait, wait. That's not how that email starts. No, it's not. We'll start at the beginning. Okay. School's out. Summer's begun. And I'm 100% locked in for this upcoming summer of MLS. I have purchased MLS Live for the first time. I buy it every year. Every year. Great investment. Um... I sure do wish there was an Xbox One app, though. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, there is not. Because using Chromecast to stream it from my phone is janky as hell. Fair enough. Apple TV, $79. $69. He's, he's Great choice. He's going to ask about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, do you guys just use your computers to access the service? No, Apple TV. I use Apple TV to $69. It. Great it on, video quality. I also do it on my iPad. Yeah. It's an iPad app. I hear the Android app is also quite good. I, I, it is indeed, yes. Um, do you guys use... Yes, okay. I'm also trying my damnedest to figure out if I can get the Timbers Whitecaps match in late July because A, I hear that Portland's a cool place. Two, Cascadia, he numbers things like I number things. Two, Cascadia matches are hella rad. And C, Timbers Army seems like a cool group of guys and gals to watch Wait, a soccer did, match Did he with. go one, two, C? Yeah, I do that all the time. In fact, actually, I do it reverse. I go one, B. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Uh, so... I'd have to look, but as long as it's not a national broadcast... Yeah, you should be good. You can watch it on MLS Live. Uh, Cascadia matches are great. I went, I've only been to one in person. It was Seattle versus L.A. in Seattle. It was fantastic. Now, then I get a little bit of... Uh, Burn him! Yeah. Alex. Burn him up! You're back in these United States of America, much to the chagrin of the American public. Jeff did his duty as an American citizen really and champion for free speech online, maintain really the social the, the media juggernaut that is the Straight Red Podcast. Mm-hmm. What did you do? Yeah. You shirked your responsibilities uh-huh. to go to Italy. Uh-huh. A country that's somehow less cool than Canada. Oh, burn him. For shame. Oh! I gained four pounds of pasta weight <laughs> to to come back <laughs> and get cracked on. By someone who listens to my show every week. <laughs> I edit this drivel. Well, you didn't edit those two gems. No. It's obvious. <laughs> those two rock solid gems. You didn't uh, edit those. It w- I don't understand. Uh, come on. What? Oh, the and then he starts just, and Alex? then he craps on NYCFC. Speaking of bringing on shame upon your home nation and league. NYCFC is at the bottom of the table. How does it feel to be a fan of the third best professional soccer team in the NYC metropolitan area? About how it feels to be a Newcastle fan. But I'm saying that the Cosmos, a team that I watched play like four times last year because I went to Hofstra. Oh, okay. Wait, he went to Hofstra? Apparently. I thought he went to UCLA. That's what Get he said. your story straight. I don't believe this for a second, Nikki. Get your story straight. I thought it was a Bruin. NYCFC's backline is terrible. A good point. A question before I get to the meat of the email. Who do you guys think the most fun team to watch in MLS is? Dallas, I think. 
I really like watching Seattle. They're a lot of fun to I, watch. I like watching Martins and Dempsey. See, here's the thing. Yes, Papa had an absolutely golazo this past weekend. It was gorgeous. Ladies and gentlemen, but Alex Kibler team, just refuses to acknowledge that Seattle is a good team. No, I think they're a great team. But I'm telling you, if you want to watch good attacking team football, you watch Dallas, not Seattle. I, I don't I, – I, I mean that. Wholeheartedly. In games I've watched, I feel like Seattle's more entertaining. Okay, like more fair entertaining. enough. Although in the East, uh, New England's always worth watching. And then he shares excitement also, with... Also, so is, actually, so is Orlando. They're very entertaining they to watch. They are entertaining to watch, this true. And they have, entertaining they to watch. often have very dramatic games. Yes. Like, they'll dramatically lose and also dramatically win. You're getting a phone call. Your friend Jack McNamara is calling us. He probably just interrupted our, our Periscope. Periscopers, if you just got interrupted, we're sorry. They may have. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I could have just taken that call from my, my infamous Apple Watch. You're a weirdo. Jack, um, call back. No, don't, please. Jack. <laughs> Jack I, he's, oh. Now he's in the thing. He's he the just thing. joined the Periscope. Don't Jack. call back. Uh, fine. Don't. Jack, no. Jack, just redial. <laughs> he goes on to talk about the LAFC. Oh, let's talk about this. LAFC. Oh, man. I went on that. LA Sports uh, Arena. I, I went on a whole thing. Yeah. In my Alex Kibler free podcast. Yeah, but you were having a good time. I was having a blast. I didn't have to deal with you. It was great. Let me tell you this. That LA Sports Arena site, the, the at least the renderings of what they've got there, the plan that they have, it all makes a lot of sense to me. It looks very, very good. I do believe that design's going to change, though. Probably. Uh, you know, uh, Nikki here goes into some great points about changing fan bases and, and, and sort of becoming more regionalized because of the fact that you have a second L.A. team. You know, and he's, he finishes by saying, LAFC makes me very excited to be a soccer fan in Los Angeles. My family might spring for season tickets because they're closer to us and because we love soccer. Plus, if we do, we get a cool scarf. You, you know, will get a cool it's, scarf. It's, it's other cities besides Los Angeles proper that you're, you're going to be fighting for when you're talking about Galaxy versus LAFC. And... and that city can easily support it, and and it's going they to be can, exciting. They can two teams. Just like I think they New York to, City is good of. for Red Bull, I think LAFC is good for Galaxy in terms of it attendance. Is cause, and you have a legitimate rival. Like they kept trying to play yeah. up playing Chivas USA, right. and LA won the vast majority of those games. It wasn't even really a big deal. So I know we're tight on time. We were going to talk about All Star Game. We we just don't have the time for it. We'll get to it next week. We'll get to it next week. But the All Star voting is open, so take a look at that online. Go vote, Gingers. We'll do our picks. We'll do it next week. Uh, but we do have some games coming up that we, we want. We want to just uh, get through pretty quickly here. <laughs> Uh, what, what do we have on Friday, sir? Uh, my good at? man on Univision Deportes this Friday, the mid-29th. Later tonight, for you guys listening, you have Sporting Kansas City at home against FC Dallas. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. I'm going to take the bold pick, and I'm going to take Sporting KC 2, FC really? Dallas 1. I know that won't happen, but that's, that's what I'm going with. <sighs> this is tough. I need to get back into my picking here with a good, solid start. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, oh, man, I'm going to say 1-1. One, one. I think Interessante. it's everything you do not to take a, a, an FC Dallas away win, but I think, I think sporting is enough quality, and you're starting to see some cohesion in the defensive mid and in the, in the back line there from Kansas City. Hopefully they'll be able to slow down Can- uh, FC Dallas. We'll have to see how that goes. Saturday, Toronto FC at home. Of course they're at home. 
because why not play be at home? Yeah, home games. Yeah, it's, it's really it's interesting against San Jose. It's at five p.m. TSN four and five. I only get six, so y'all yeah, have fun gotta, watching that gotta, game. You got to change your cable plan at the fortress that is BMO Field. BMO, not BMO. I'm going to say what I want to say. No, bro. no, you do it right, or you don't do it at all. Why do we have a podcast then? <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. So we got Toronto at home, San Jose flying pretty far away for San Jose. Yes. I'm taking Toronto at home. They've actually done pretty well at the new BMO field. What's your scoreline? I'm going to take... I'll take 2-1. I was going to take 3-2, but I'm take 2-1. I'm also taking a 2-1. Taking 2-1. Toronto FC at home uh, against uh, San Jose. Uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Vancouver at home against RSL. That's one's on TSN 1 and 3, so there you go. How many? Uh, we asked this before. I need a ginger to find out for me. How many TSNs are there? A lot. Too many. ESPN like, 8, the Ocho, I yeah, feel like, like is, many, is next on the channel list. That country has fewer people than the state of California. How many sports? Is that true? Yes. Yes, there are fewer people that live in the nation of Canada than That's the amazing. state of California. That's amazing. That's why Canada's on the list. Fair enough. But how many sports networks do that? How many sports networks are there in California? Too Two? many. Too many. Time Warner Cable has a sports network. They probably do, yeah. Do I'm going to say Vancouver. Oh, man. Vancouver 2 RSL 1. I think I think It's you're at BC start Place, though, right? It is at BC Place. I'm going to take Vancouver 3 RSL 1. I'm going to give them a third goal. I'm going to give them a third goal. Good for you. Also, they've been kind of slumping lately. And I think they're going to come back real hard. I hope so. I really do. New York City at home, 7 p.m. against Houston Dynamo. Should I go to that game? I don't have tickets then. I want to go. Well, you're a season ticket holder. Correct. You should go. I I am going to go. You already have the tickets. Yes. Uh, I might grab one. Anyway, so NYC, FC, FC. You know what? I'm going to give NYC a win. There's something wrong with you. I know, but it, and also <laughs> I'm going to give I'm going to one nil. I want to say two one Houston. Um, you know, one nil. Their second win of the season. It's uh, second win of the season. I've had all the optimism beaten from me. Uh, DC United at home, 7 p.m. against Philly. DC. Yeah, me too. I'm sorry to our Philly fans, but DC after the loss they just had. They're they're coming in hard at RFK. I uh, DC three Philly nil. I don't know if it's gonna be that, but I'm gonna say three nil two one DC. I think I think that's a fair scoreline. I think Philly Philly can steal a goal, but <sighs> DC is too better, too good quality, I, I, and frankly, they're too good on set pieces. DC will so absolutely good. rip you apart on set piece. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Philly fans are going to show up in force in D.C. for this game, and they deserve a better performance than they're going to get. I agree. Orlando at home, 7.30 p.m. in the Citrus Bowl against Columbus. Hashtag. Oh, hashtag new crew. New crew. Oh, this is, puts me in a tough spot. It does. Because people from Orlando, for some reason, support this podcast. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Yep. We get scarves. I don't get it. Yep. Uh, hashtag new crew. Riding that train. Yeah. Whole season. Yes, I see that. Citrus Bowl. Yeah. Orlando's only got one win, but yep. a definitive one. Mm-hmm. There will be 30,000-plus at this game, guaranteed. Hashtag new crew two, Orlando one. I'm flipping it. I'm going to say Orlando two, new crew one. 
I don't know. Kai Kamara. His hair gets in his eyes. He can't do anything. No, he's got to be fired up. We'll see how it goes. Chicago at home against Montreal in a game that no one will watch. No one will watch it, (laughs) but I'm actually going to take Montreal now. I'm going to take Montreal now, all right, because of their recent performances in, in, in games. I don't know why I added games. That's what they do. Montreal won. Chicago nil at home. I'm going to take a 1-1 draw. I think Chicago... I'm no draws this week. Uh, you're, you're living on the edge, man. I think Chicago will be able... <sighs> Montreal at times looks amazing. And then they go through these 20-minute spells or they look extremely pedestrian. And I think you have a team in Chicago that has enough pace... To be able to, if you're gonna sit, if you're gonna be as lackluster as Montreal can be in certain periods of the game, you have a team in, in Chicago that can exploit that. And I think I'm I'm actually tempted to take a Chicago win, but I'm gonna say one one. Um, Colorado is, is Mike McGee still injured? Yes. Oof. I mean, is it a day that ends in Y? Yes. Uh, Colorado Oof. at home against Portland. Oh, that's a game no one will watch. <laughs> that's not but true. it's gonna be a good It'll be game. Portland. It'll be a good game. I may watch it. What time is that again? 9 p.m. on Saturday night. Uh, well, if I go to NYCFC, I won't be able to watch it. Well, I'll probably get watch home in time. Watch the second half, yeah. Yeah, I'll get home in time. Uh, this will be my one draw. This is my one draw. I'm, I'm going to do uh, a high-scoring draw. I'm going to do 2-2 two, two, to keep it interesting. You're an idiot. <laughs> what do you do? It's Colorado and Portland. What are you I'm talking do two, about? Two. I am going to take Colorado 2, Portland nil. Boo. I Boo. think... That Colorado has turned the corner. I really do. And I, 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 well, probably not. But we'll see how it goes. Sunday night. Sunday. Sunday. Seattle at home against the New York Red Bulls. That's 5 p.m. ESPN 2. That's a good game. That's a hell of a game. That might be MLS final game. I'm still taking, my MLS final is still Seattle, New England. But I get where you're coming from. Uh, I'm taking Seattle win. Seattle win 2-1. 2-1. Oh, man. Dax McCarty, first team ginger, gets on the board. You know, I, I'm i struggling with this one. I That's going to be a good game. It's going to be a great game. I think I'm going to say you're not going to like this at all. No, I won't. Seattle won Red Bulls 2. You're fired. Seattle won Red Bulls 2. Dixie, get in here. And I think it's going to be Martins or it's going to be Dempsey that scores. Well, it has to be. Yeah, or Papa from a ridiculous set piece. But I... Set up your girlfriend, the dog, around. I think the Red Bulls have enough pace to exploit them. I really do. New England at home. I, I fired Alex. You can, you can take this seat. Oh, okay. Here, get, get, up. <laughs> get up. I don't like how this is going. <laughs> get up. New England at home against... Let me do my podcast. New England at home, 7 p.m. against LA Galaxy. That's a match. What a Sunday slate. That's a good Sunday. Seattle, New York, New England, LA Galaxy. Come on. That is a great game. Jack Gingers, if is you're, probably going to be at that game. If you're an MLS fan and you want to turn your friends on to this sport and this, this country, all your Euro snob friends who watch the Premier League and only the Premier League, have them turn the TV on on Sunday night because they're going to see some good. soccer, man. That's going to be good. Yes. As much as it pains me. Oh, really? As much as it pains me. I'm taking it as a draw. I'm not going to have New England I, win this. I, you're gonna, I'm going to kill you. I'm taking a 1-1 one, one draw. 1-1 one, one draw. Even though probably New England will win. But I'm going to take it as a 1-1 draw. New England 2, LA Galaxy 1, a brace from Charlie Davies. Charlie is 
playing out of his mind. Killing it. Killing it right now. You know what we should do? Or, or do we have any Tuesday game? We have weird? Wednesday, June the 3rd, oh. otherwise known as Alex's birthday games. Can you believe this? It's my birthday. I can't hey, guys. Believe. It's my birthday. I'm going to be 30. I'm going to be 30 years old next Wednesday. You know how old I We're will be We're recording my po- the podcast on that day. I'll still be older than you. Yeah, it, that's how it works. It doesn't <laughs> really change that way. My yeah. birthday is June 28th. Hey, Ginger's birthday presents? Come on. Happy birthday. We got happy birthdays. Thank you. What? Someone ended the, the war on Alex? Yeah. Listen. No. Now the war continues forever. Wednesday, June the 3rd, DC United at home against Chicago. DC United? Yeah, I think that's easy. I don't choice. know why that took me so long. 1 0 DC. DC. Uh, I'm doing 2 0 for DC. Uh, Philly at home against Columbus. Hashtag new crew. Hashtag new crew 2 1. I'm going to say 1 1 draw. I think Philly I think Philly is starting to put it together a little bit. Montreal at home against Vancouver. I'm taking a Vancouver away win. Taking Vancouver away win, uh, pretty one uh, nil, one nil Vancouver at Stad Saputo. I, uh, I want to say, I want to say a two two draw in this match. I dropped my pin. I'm going to take a two two draw in this match. Okay. I. That's going to be an exciting match. Emotions will be running high. Yeah. You know, battle for Canada and all that. Because that is that is that an MLS game or is that the Canadian Championship? It's an MLS MLS match. Because they're also, correct me if I'm wrong, they're also playing for the Canadian Championship is Montreal-Vancouver. I believe so, yes. They're going to get very familiar with each other. Yeah. And also, we're going to get to this next week, but let's look forward to this, Gingers. Friday, June the 5th. Hello. Netherlands against United States. And then Wednesday, June the 10th. The big guns. The big guns come out. Germany against the United States. Those are both going to be great games. It's going to be a great match, yeah. And as you know, I will always pick the United States to win, regardless of everything. Ways that you can get in touch with us gingers by email, straightred at iCloud.com. I on, have no access to that. On, I do only. Uh, on Twitter, straightredpod. Excuse me, at straightredpod. That's the podcast. At Jeff is famous. Uh-huh. That's Jeff. At oh. Alex S. Kibler. That's me. Oh. The S stands for sophisticated. Since when? Since Italy. Uh, Instagram, Straight Red Podcast. I don't remember what it is. And Straight Red you on Facebook. That. I know. And Straight Red on Facebook. And it's now time, for some reason, because he had 40 minutes of quiet time last week. I'm not bitter. It's Sounds now, like you're bitter. It's now time for Quiet Time with Jeff. I need to remind you, this is your segment, by the way. What? I never. You decided I would have quiet time No, it's with great. It's, oh, it's okay. I don't mind it. Jeff, what do you have for the gingers out there? Some people will tell you that you can't get an American deported from the United <laughs> States. And I'm here to tell you, you absolutely can. When someone says that there are limits in this world, they are wrong. Go forth in soccer. Hashtag war on Alex. Stop! War on Alex. Oh, uh, our good friend... Nick who sent us ginger mail. Uh, no, Garrett, who sent us the scarves. Yeah, I didn't calling you out for your beer choice. He doesn't like shock. He doesn't top. like shock. Now, top? now I What's love shock, shock top. top. I love shock top. But here's the thing with shock top, owned by Budweiser. You know what Budweiser sponsors? The FIFA World Cup. You're drinking murder beer. Wow. 